Michelle Constant on SAFM. Okay, that's the first big fat juicy of the morning. The weekend featuring Daft Punk and I Feel It Coming. Well, I'll tell you what I feel coming are a lot of bad dad jokes and you're welcome to send them in. Mr. L just sent one saying, the Titanic went down with the lights on, South Africa's going down with the lights off. So you are welcome to send your bad dad jokes. We might laugh, we might not laugh at all. We might just sigh and bang our head on the desk, but you are welcome. Send in those bad dad jokes because that's what we need right now for sure. Don't forget to also send in your big fat juicies as well, the songs that are going to make your day and our day as well. And that uh, great uh, South African rugby yesterday, the Springboks beating Argentina 36-20, that was something to lift our spirits a little as well. So, There's something called Climate Story Lab ZA, and it's inviting Southern African creatives, so creators from the SADC region, to submit imaginative projects for an opportunity to participate in a residential lab. What does that mean? Well, we'll have to get someone to explain it because it seems like lots of very different things. On the line is Dr. Liani Marstorp from the Climate Story Lab ZA and uh, she's also an impact consultant and UCT film lecturer. Dr. Marstorp, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, Michelle. It's such a, such a pleasure to be here. Dr. Marstorp, let's start with uh, this Climate Story Lab ZA. So I read this and I have to say it feels like a lot of like high-end thoughts and concepts. And if I was going to put this out to everybody, what would be the simple way of describing what it is that you're doing here? Okay. Uh, we would like to help uh, up to eight creatives to incubate their projects that communicate climate change in a way that really speaks to people's hearts and minds with the purpose of changing the population and corporates and politicians' behavior and changing policy around climate change. We We feel that it's such an urgent issue. It's really the most pressing issue that the human race is facing right now, um, you know, that the global temperature has been rising for quite a while, but uh, I found out yesterday that the temperature in Africa is rising faster than in the rest of the world, and yet only 20% of South Africans know that climate change is caused by humans, it's caused by us, it's caused by the corporations that we buy products from, it's caused by the electricity that we use. And fossil fuel emissions remain the biggest contributor. but And, and we have to cut 50% of those emissions by 2030. It's a massive amount. And these facts, these statistics are just not connecting with politicians, policymakers, and the general public in a way that's making all of us change our behavior. And recycling is fantastic, and picking up trash on the beach is fantastic, but it doesn't seem to be enough. We need to do something quite radical. And, you know, I'm, as you mentioned, I'm a, a lecturer at UCT, and so <laughs> an interview can't go by that I don't use the phrase, studies have shown <laughs> that people don't respond to statistics and facts in a meaningful way that, that makes them change their behavior. But emotion, understanding what the impact of climate change is on a human being, um, you know, a subsistence farmer in Kenya makes them un- makes them feel it and makes them want to change. 
So that's why we want to use storytelling to communicate with people. So the idea of storytelling is a critical one, but let's just go back to Mm -hmm. something. You do say, well, people don't respond to facts, but even as you Mm -hmm. say yourself, 50% um, of, we're going up by 50%. Just, and I hear that, and then I Mm -hmm. get completely, completely anxious, and I go, geez, this is insane. And then I also start to think, well, um, right now, given that we've gone into stage six, I'm saying I want power. I need power to Mm. run my life and I'm sure everybody else and I know that businesses do and Mm. so then it starts to make me feel like I'm dancing on the edge of two questions. Mm. Do we start to, what do we do? Do we look at the environment? Do we start to say we have to have power? What is it that we do? Mm. How do you as an impact consultant and a creative Mm. tell that story? Mm. So, luckily, as an impact consultant, I am not the one telling the story. We are looking for um, incredible creative people who who are storytellers and who know how to tell these stories in impactful ways. Yeah. And we want to connect them with the right audiences. So we want to, um, I mean, you were asking before, what exactly is this Impact Story Lab? And then I went on a on a on a long <laughs> roundabout talking about statistics and storytelling. But basically we want to bring a bunch of creatives together for four days and hear what it is that this, what is the story that they want to tell and bring people into the room that can help them make that story as strong as it can possibly be. And then connect them with partners who can help them to get those stories to the right audiences. And quite frankly at this point the you know we, we need a groundswell of public support. Because we need to put so much pressure on policymakers that they can't resist changing policies. And part of this, you know, you were, you were talking about power. Yes, we absolutely need power. Why is it that our power company doesn't allow those of us who have solar power or are generating power in another way to Okay, Le- Liani, I'm going to have to, I'm <laughs> gonna have to pause you there for a moment. We do have to go to a break. But when we come back, let us try and um, see how people can get engaged. Michelle Constant on SAFM. We're talking to Dr. Liani Marstorp. She is the co-director of something called the Climate Story Lab ZA. It's uh, giving creatives the opportunity to participate in a four-day residential lab in Cape Town. Getting creatives to try and demonstrate, create stories that are telling us about what climate change is, climate stories, etc. And also looking at uh, the issues that we're having to deal with right now, which are issues of power and the like. Dr. Liani Marstorp is on the line. Liani, if we um, go further and we look at this, you are looking at creatives from the SADC region and even a little further, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, we we started by um, applying for funding to host a lab for South African creatives. And then we just started hearing about incredible stories that are being produced further afield. So we kept expanding. <laughs> But we have to. We at the moment we're fundraising so that we can we can bring all of these fantastic storytellers from Botswana and Angola and Zimbabwe and Lesotho and you know wherever they are based. And we're looking for filmmakers, people who are writing television series, stand-up comics, theatre makers, VR, AR creators. Even TikTok creators, you know, the fantastic examples of people doing social media campaigns that are very powerful in terms of focusing attention on climate change. 
And um, my, my partners in this are the incredible producer, impact producer, writer, Anita Kana, who's one of the, the producers behind the film Minor Shut Down. Mm. And Mickey Riedlingay, she's also a documentary filmmaker and impact producer and educator. And, um, you know, so we know the, the field of filmmaking, but we're looking for people working across lots of other disciplines, radio, you know, the, the biggest audiences in South Africa are watching soap operas. So can we marshal soap opera creators to also engage with this, with this issue? And my partners um, keep pushing back. I say I want solution stories. I, I don't want doom and gloom stories because that's you were saying before. You know, you hear these statistics and you feel panicky. You know, we have to cut 50% of carbon emissions by 2030. It's like, how do I do that? I don't know. So I'm very, very interested in solution-oriented stories and climate change win stories. Like, is there a country outside of South Africa where they've solved the power problem and they're not relying on coal-generated power as much as we are? Uh, you know, are, are there stories of people who have successfully moved corporates to make big changes that, you know, that can not only... Um, cut emissions, but can also create jobs because there's a common fallacy. This is part of the propaganda that that anti-sustainable energy folks are sharing is that by using sustainable renewable energy, we're going to lose jobs in mines and um, coal uh, power generators. But in actual fact, there are so many jobs to be created around wind energy, solar energy, you know, there's things that need to be produced, there are things that need to be installed, maintained. So, so Dr. Maastrup, are you saying that at the end of this four-day residential lab, we may have a series of stories that might change the way people think and the way they do things? That's really what we're hoping. That is what, we, what our plan is to do. Well, we look forward to that. If we can have the details on how people can engage, maybe they are um, environment activists, but also yes. people who are working in the field of storytelling. How do they get hold of you? Well, they can go to our website. We are climatestorylabza.org. Um, and the call for applications is there. They can see who the team is. They can connect with climate story labs that have been hosted elsewhere in the world. It's the first one in South Africa, but there's been another one that was um, hosted out of Kenya for uh, Eastern Africa. So there are quite a lot of fantastic stories that they can read up on. So it's climatestorylabza.org. And then, of course, people can follow us on social media. We're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, and we Climate Story Lab ZA across all of those platforms. That's Dr. Liani Mastor, Climate Story Lab ZA co-director, looking at uh, how people can tell stories and what are the stories that need to be told the creatives uh, are being called and their role is to focus on the issues of climate change. Hard to even understand that given uh, a load shedding stage six today.